Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. When you've got fewer offers, it makes your marketing on point. You're able to talk about this is what I do. Your audience understands what you do, your network and your referral and collaboration partners. From a sales perspective, it actually gives you a great deal of confidence because if you're sitting there and you're not really sure about which thing you do might be best fit, your prospect sitting across from you is going to sense that hesitation. My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for coaches, course creators, and experts who want to grow their influence, income, and impact to take their coaching business to a million dollars and beyond. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life inside and out create the influence income and impact you need to build your business so you can create your ideal lifestyle it's time to make a difference and scale up this is the influence by design podcast welcome to today's episode of influence by design i'm your host today samantha riley joined by my co-host tim hyde how are you today tim i am doing great sam like flood safe (laughs) (laughs) that's good and you've got your new stand-up desk we talked about I do have my new stand-up desk. I've had it in place for a couple of weeks now, and I'm finding I'm getting a couple of hours standing each day, and mobility is getting better, feeling a little bit fitter. I haven't risked standing on the scales yet to see whether it's actually made a difference to my weight, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think you're working on a treadmill. You're, you're working at a stand-up desk. Yeah, well, you know, it, it does work a little bit more. <laughs> No, I think it's great. I think it's really good. Today, we're going to talk about offers and specifically how many offers we think is a really great sweet spot to be able to scale your business. Most people can hustle and get to fit six figures quite easily and then stall. And what I see is definitely people getting to this six-figure mark and wanting or the low six figures wanting to grow their business and adding in different offers or different products or programs however you want to talk about it courses but essentially different things that they can sell and today we're going to discuss that and whether we think that that is the correct way to go yeah there's certainly a risk i think to go i need to add more you know we we have this thing like you know, because we've, you know, field of expertise, we've got so much knowledge that mm-hmm. sometimes we go, oh, I'm just going to chuck more stuff in and, you know, more means better, right? And often that's not the case. And in fact, you and I both know people who have scaled to seven figures and even high seven figures by mm-hmm. only having the one thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you're someone that has a one-on-one and a group program and an online course and another online course and a different group program and a different offer, 
then this episode is definitely for you. And if you're in a position where you want to grow your business and set it up to be able to hit that million dollar mark, then this episode is also for you. Let's do a quick reveal, Sam. And Mm -hmm. how many offers do you have? At the moment, I've got three. And that is two group coaching programs and one VIP offer. Okay. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And, and I think that gives you a great deal of clarity about knowing what it is. And for your team, which is growing really, really rapidly, they know exactly what you're doing now, don't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and we're going to talk about why I've got so few offers. Now, I'm a coaching business. Tim, you're an agency, so it's a little bit different. What about the offers that you have? Look, I have, I was just thinking on this, I have five offers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, look, obviously in an agency space where we're doing a little bit more bespoke, a little bit more customization work, unique for a client, you know, no two ad campaigns, for example, would be the same for an ad agency. But what we're looking at when we do our offers is that we've got very clear about what are those five things, even though there might be some customization within that particular space. Mm-hmm. Totally. So we both have got a low amount of offers. What we're talking about today is actually less is more. The less offers you have, the easier it is to be able to scale your business. So let's talk. We've got four four reasons here why this is applicable to you. And I think the first one is super simple. It reduces the mental clutter. Yeah. I must admit, and I have this ongoing conversation with my team all the time and say, you know, what's our offer and what's our, our program of delivery? Because when we kick things off, right, the team is like, well, what are we actually doing here? And not just for you, but for your team, being really, really clear about if we sign a client, this is what we do, makes it very, very easy for you to go, you know, well, I, I know what I'm doing each time I get a client or I know what I'm delivering each time for a client. And the more things that you do, look, I'm probably at the upper level of the number of stuff that we should probably be looking at. Mm-hmm the more clutter you've got about, well, what am I actually doing for the client and, you know, who's doing it and when are we doing it and all that sort of stuff. And so Mm. I think internally, if you've got too many offers, you start to get confused yourself. And I think you had a really good quote earlier that we probably won't say on here, but, you know, (laughs) a confused coach can't sell anything. Mm. All right. So if you're not really clear about what is that you do for a client because you do so many things, you're probably not doing anything particularly well for anybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. On the reduces mental clutter, you asked me how many how many offers I have. So I currently have three. I actually had four back at the beginning of 2020 and I merged my bottom two offers. At some point in this year, they will split apart again. But as we went into covid I needed to reduce my mental clutter so I could really focus to be able to help my clients in the best possible way. Obviously, we don't even need to discuss why that needed to happen, yeah. but I that's one of the things that I did by taking out or merging two of my programs together. I was actually reducing one of my monthly memberships and one of my online courses together. I was able to reduce a lot of mental clutter so I could focus more at a time where I was you know, really needed to free up that extra mental bandwidth, I guess. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, and, I, and I think I do the same. I think one of the things that I do every single year is look at what is we doing as a business and decide, you know, are these things serving us? You know, which of these services are we offering that are actually profitable for us? You know, the, the client, we're getting good results for clients in that space. And do we want to keep doing stuff in that space yeah. as well? So I think it's important as you have you've done, just because you've settled on your one, two or three offers that you don't come back and revisit them that those things still support your business and where you want to go. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's many reasons that we can do that, and that's probably a whole other episode of the different reasons that we would take offers out or change them, but we'll talk about that a different time. The second reason for for me, Sam, I think is around um, fewer offers uh, or fewer services that you do is, is that they've become more profitable when you've got fewer things that you do. Mm-hmm. Right, because we can systemize it. It's not just about getting the you know ten thousand clients and having the same margin. What we want to do is, as we scale our business up, we want to increase the margin mm-hmm. by actually being able to deliver and systemize the delivery far more effectively. And as we find we do that, because we've got fewer things to try and systemize, we can actually be more profitable in the things that we are doing. We can hire more specialist skills for those. We can deliver them quicker as well. Absolutely. And I'm all about systems as I know you are, Tim. So the fewer things that we have to systemize, the better. Makes it much more profitable right off the bat. Number three, and I think this is, these last two for me are the biggest reasons that you want to have fewer offers. Number three is it makes your marketing easier. When you're marketing multiple offers, it means you've got multiple avatars or ideal clients, dream clients, however you want to talk about it. And when you're speaking to multiple avatars, it makes it harder to get your message to the right people. When you're talking about all these different things, it means that your audience, when you've got lots of offers, your audience is more confused your network or your inner circle, your referral partners, your collaboration partners, no one's really 100% sure what you do. When you've got fewer offers, it makes your marketing on point. You're able to talk about this is what I do. Your audience understands what you do, your network and your referral and collaboration partners. Yeah, let's, let's, let's use a really good example here. I know that I've thrown this one out as a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a joke uh, segment. You know, from time to time, but just for a just for a moment, imagine that I sold gravity a six month gravity rehabilitation program for one legged dwarf and astronauts. (laughs) You know exactly what I do and for who I do it and what their pain point is. (laughs) But it does; it becomes really easy to market that because you're in that very very specific niche about what it is that you do, and there's no confusion. There's not like okay, do you make donuts in that part of that program or, or anything like that? No, yeah. we do gravity. We have a six-month gravity rehabilitation program, right? So it's really, really clear about what it is, not just for you as your internal team, as we talked about that, around that mental clutter, but also for your customer who, you know, can really kind of resonate and, and latch onto that thing that you do about what it is and, and, and you know, connect with it more. Mm, totally, totally. So that one is one of the biggest reasons to have less offers so people know ex- exactly what it is you do. But also this last one, number four, is it makes it so much easier to make sales when you know what you're selling. And this is what you talked about earlier, Tim, that one of my clients came up with with a phrase that said a confused coach can't sell shit. 
<laughs> and they can't. When you have someone on the phone and you're talking to them and you're thinking, oh my goodness, what do I sell them? Do I sell them this product, this program, this course? All of a sudden, what I see happening is that they actually start to backpedal because they're really not sure and they just can't get the sale over the line. And a lot of times it's subconscious. They don't even realize they're doing it. But when you've only got one or two products and they're different for different people, it's very easy to go, cool, so this is what you need. You're able to prescribe the solution and and invite that person to, you know, join you in, in that program. When I very first started my coaching program back in 2011, I only had one offer and it's how we grew our business so quickly because everyone knew exactly what we did. When I had someone on the phone, they were either a fit or they weren't a fit. I didn't have to panic and worry about what do I sell them because there was just one offer. Yeah, I think it does take a, it's a really good point you make, Sam. It does take a great deal of courage to say, this is the thing we do. And if you don't fit that little box of the stuff we do, that's okay, right? There'll be someone else who can support you. And in fact, we're probably happy to refer you to somebody else. But if you do fit in that box and we can help you with that particular thing, we know we can do that really, really well. We're actually going to get a better outcome for the client and a better outcome for us in the process. And from a sales perspective, it actually gives you a great deal of confidence as well, which is ultimately, you know, subconsciously passed through your language and your body language and, and your tone of voice when you're in that sales process. Because if you're sitting there and, you know, you're not really sure about which thing you do might be best fit, guess what? Your prospect sitting across from you is going to sense that hesitation and they're going to sort of lose confidence as well and go, you don't really know much about what it is you do, do you? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Or whether this is exactly. the right fit for me. Um, and I certainly know, you know, I know as, as, as you discovered, you know, early on in your business career as well, I did the same thing and I was introduced to this concept of good, better, best. Um, mm-hmm. You know, probably early noughties, I think, was, was, was the first time I came across it. And it's not a not a new concept. It's been around for ages. And I took our advertising offerings that we had in my former business, which, you know, had a combination of how many impressions you want, what size of ad did you want? Did you want static images or, or, or animated images? Where did you want to put them on the page? What time of day did you want to put them on? All that sort of stuff, which ultimately meant a very, very complex recipe um, of what it is that we were doing. And I was finding that clients weren't really going and, and buying it. And so what we did was we did this good, better, best. Here's package one for small businesses. Here's package two for medium businesses. And here is package three for large businesses and government. Mm. And option four was we can build something bespoke. What I found in doing that, just going, the, you know, this is who this one's for, this is who this is for, and this is who this is for, uh, was that we actually, we 5 x our sales within the space of two months. Mm-hmm. just by making it really easy for people to go, I want that one. That's me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally, totally. I think that this is really, really important. So the, the four reasons that you want fewer offers is, number one, to reduce mental clutter. Number two, it's more profitable because you can systemize. Number three, it makes your marketing easier. And number four, it's easier to make sales. Let's quickly talk about, how you choose what your offers are. You just mentioned then, Tim, that 
you did it around like the size of the business. And I think that's really smart because at different levels of business, people have different problems. The way that I do it and the way that I suggest that my clients do it when I work with them is to start off with one offer and pick your dream client, pick that one client that you would love to work with. And I suggest you pick a client that already is successful and your product is going to help them be more successful. And I think that's something really to keep in mind Um, and, and set up a monthly recurring revenue program for that dream client. And once you've got that in place, it's easier to add one level down for this might be an online course that people uh, need some sort of foundational principles to become your ideal client and to come into your signature program and then add one level up as you get people getting results in your signature program that they're able to come into some sort of exclusive VIP program or smaller program for clients. And it may be that Next Level Up has more access to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. As well. Yeah. So, yeah, or, or smaller group or something like that. But yeah. I think that I really love that, Sam. You know, pick that ideal client, build your recurring revenue program around that particular client and that particular need. There are enough of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have, have confidence that there are enough of these people in the world that you will make a substantial business from servicing that client. One yeah. level down is the foundations for that. Right. So, the aspirational into your main program for people who aren't quite ready for that yet and one level above for your graduates. Love it, love it. So hopefully what you take away from today is that less is more. It is much easier to scale your program with less offers than it is than more offers. And if you're in a position where you've got a lot of offers and you want to grow, have a think about what you can bring together or delete or, you know, cut down, I guess, prune so that you've got less offers so that it's a lot easier to scale your business. Absolutely. Sam, wonderful to be here again. Guys, if you've enjoyed today's episode, um, just scroll up to the top of your phone, hit the three dots, like, subscribe, let other people know about the Influence by Design podcast. We'd love to have more listeners. Hopefully we'll, we'll you enjoy it and we'll catch you again next week. Ciao, ciao. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other coaches and experts who are growing and scaling their business too, come and join the Coaches Course Creators and Speakers group on Facebook. The links are all waiting for you over at samanthariley.global.